Welcome to Gone Whale Hunting. This is a Hunter Hunter watching and recapping podcast. We're going to be talking all about uh, Gone getting his ass kicked again, among other things, this episode. Uh, so yeah, uh, let's 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 get into it. I'm your host Keith McLean. My pronouns are they them. And my cat is on the desk where she should not be. We'll just we'll just ha- see how that goes. I tried very hard to put our cat upstairs, and that did not work. I'm another host. My, <laughs> uh, my name is Sky. My pronouns are they them. And I am your third host. I am currently staring at the cat, who is quietly on a different table. So far. So far for now. <laughs> uh, and my pronouns are he him. Mm-hmm. Hey, good fucking episodes this week, huh? Hey, they were good. Like, I was surprised by these episodes. Like, I feel like the Genthru fight is definitely kind of overlooked. Like, yeah. No, not on the keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That, you know, that, you know, that includes like. That, I'm including myself in like people who overlook this fight because like oh, same I don't know just like paying more attention to it on this watch through for the podcast I was just like damn this is like payoff 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 it's like so many like good implementations of like stuff that's been set out all set up all throughout the season yeah. It got me like I (laughs) there were times in this fight where I was like, oh, man, I can tell exactly what's going to happen. I hate it. And then the big moment I was like, oh, 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 that's visceral. I hate that. I Hmm. (laughs) as as someone who hasn't seen this fight before, how did you feel when Gon said I have a great idea? Um, (laughs) terrible. I mean, I generally feel like that when Gon's specifically like is like oh yeah it's it's fine i'm gonna do this but i was like yeah this is not going great and i don't like what's about to happen and i didn't i didn't like it how did you mm. feel every time gone said i'm sorry bisky but i won't be sticking with the plan oh so bad when when gone was like i'm so sorry i have to be selfish now uh gone and bisky and i was like no you don't like i had that written several times in my notes i'm like going please stick to the plan oh my god this is terrible i i coming back through this watch along we're not at like the season wrap up yet but i remember the first time i watched hunter hunter i was like man greed island fucking sucks dude like after coming off of like the fucking york new city and then going to chimera and i was like man this this arc fucking sucks dude i don't know why it's here it's so boring Coming back, I'm like, I was a fucking fool. I was an idiot. This yeah. arc rules. I think it definitely, like, stands out less because I think, like, com- yeah, compared to Chimera Ant and York New, it is much more of, like, a standard shonen arc, but it's just so well-constructed. Like, yeah. and I think, like, these, these, these last couple of episodes, like, really show that and really just like are just like totally next level in terms of like how well just like the it's it's the entire season has been put together honestly yeah uh yeah again we might want to get into this like next week more but like the way this season starts out with like it's all these characters and all these rules and stuff like that you're like i feel like i 
I think that contributes to why it gets overlooked. Um, but it is really interesting, like going through all of it. I'm like, oh, this pick, like it picked up really, really quick from what I was expecting. And then it just kind of zips on through. So I don't know. It, it does. It is sandwiched between two that would make it um, hard to stand on its own. But it is. It has the unfortunate thing of being like the perfect middle of two some of like some great arcs, yeah. That are doing two separate things. Like for the York new one, Gon and Killua were like outclassed, like completely, fully, utterly outclassed by the Phantom Troop. So there isn't going to be like a fight where they get to show off their skills or their training or abilities. It's more of them just sitting on the sidelines and the arc just being like, "This ain't about you." Yeah. Watch everyone else be. (laughs) It's Karapika time. Yeah. And Khmer Antark is the first time we'll get to that when we get to it. But it's like the first time Gon and Killua have to be like, I don't want to say adults, but it kind of is the first time they have to like, you got to grow up now or you will die. And so this arc is like that weird happy middle where it's like, mm-hmm. no, it's a game. You you can chill. There are rules that you can use to help you not like die instantly. But also if you don't get your shit right... <laughs> Like, this man will explode your face and then be like, I'm the Joker, baby. (laughs) And then walk away. Like, Yeah. (laughs) Genther was... (laughs) This probably more than anything else is the arc that Joker-fied Gon. Gon was so... There is just a moment where Genther is just like, I'm the Joker. And then he looks at Gon and he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, just kidding. That kid's the Joker. I'm fine. (laughs) He says, oh, never mind. I I just took my normal pills. I'm good. (laughs) Genther takes his normal pills by the end of this arc. (laughs) Genther is... Genther become normal. Yeah, Genther is the Joker to everybody else. But then Gon comes along and he's like, you're normal to me. And... (laughs) Genthru becomes special. domestic by the end of this arc. Oh my god. By the end of the episodes we're <laughs> yeah. talking about, honestly. Yeah, he's fucking domestic. He's like, I just want to retire with a nice, quiet life with my two boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just, I don't want to be doing this anymore. You guys are good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, we need to get in. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile... Yeah, meanwhile, Gone is just like uh, 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 Joaquin Phoenix on the stairs. <laughs> Gone pulling out a fucking random card, just being like, he does the dance of death. <laughs> yep. Sure does. We should probably get into these episodes, because honestly, I could talk, like, we're going to talk a uh, lot next week it. about this arc, and uh, Genthru's awakening as a villain in this, I was so not interested in the beginning, but he's really shown himself He here. really just is a stealth, like, out of nowhere. Like, you're just like, oh yeah, it's just the fucking bomber. He looks like Vash from fucking, like, Trigon. I don't <laughs> he looks care like about shit. <laughs> you, I don't care about this fucking tall Catholic doughboy. Like, who is this dude? And then by the end of it, you're like, now hold on a minute. You're like, damn, he's actually kind of scary, is the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, let's let me actually look at my notes here. Um yeah, so my brain is on one thing. I can't <laughs> I can't do the recap this week. Yeah, I mean basically it starts out they're just uh waiting for Granu to contact them and Gon really wants to get back to emitter training, but they're like, Nope, remember we're giving up on yeah. that. You have to do this timing now. Gon is nope, remember you suck. <laughs> Gon is tasked with his hardest training yet. He does have to practice counting to 60 that's exactly right it's so high it's even more than 50 <laughs> leave this poor boy alone he never learned how to count <laughs> they don't have math class on uh, on whale island or whatever i don't think they have school on whale island boy was raised in the forest <laughs> that is true 
Uh, no, so yeah, the uh, Gon is actually practicing with a stopwatch, trying to, without looking, stop it on exactly 60 seconds each time. Mm-hmm. It's really funny he's because, like, like, oh, sorry, you go. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I got it within a tenth of a second, can can I go back to emitter training now? And Killua and Visky are like, no, get it within a hundred se- hundredth of a second, you fool. I do love how Ding for dong. this part, like... Killua and Bisky are like together training Gon. Like <laughs> Killua has become yeah. Gon's boss again, and I love it. <laughs> I just yeah. yeah, this entire like training segment over the last few episodes where Gon is like trying his hardest and Killua's just like sitting off to the side, just being like, Okay, you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just I would join God. you, but my hands are Play-Doh. I like in the 99 when he's playing like with a little it looks like a coin and he's just kind of kicking it around. No, this no, I was just about to mention this. This is this drove me insane because okay, it it doesn't come up yet, but <laughs> I, I I feel like I have to say uh-huh. something. You know, we we get a few flashbacks to Gon's training throughout the episode and like, you know, they're strategizing in discussion. And, you know, in in the 2011 version, Kiloa is like practicing his yo-yo tricks like a reasonable person would do. In the 99, he's playing hacky sack with his yo-yo, and he's, I don't understand how that does anything or why he would. <laughs> he's new. It's a, it's it's a yo-yo. Why are you dribbling he's it? He's new boo goofing. <laughs> he really is. He's, he's just, just kind of kicking it around. He's new toy goofing. He's using the new he's, yo-yo he just got. Yeah, but it, you use it like a yo-yo. It's well, like, not in his family. This is his secret technique. <laughs> use your yo-yo like a yo-yo, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Listen, remember what Bisky said. Always keep an ace up your sleeve. And if the opponent thinks you're not using your yo-yo like a yo-yo, you'll be fucking floored when you actually use it like a yo-yo. <laughs> we gotta play mind games here. Yeah, if you come in and he's kicking his yo-yo around like a hacky sack, you'll be like, what the fuck is that kid doing? Why is, that's not how you use a yo-yo. What you'll is be he like doing? like a stupid moron of a kid, don't know how to play yo-yo, and then he fucking decks you. <laughs> I got, I got caught in the collateral of that mind game, now I'm bamboozled. <laughs> See, he Kilo got us you. all. Now I'm, lo- <laughs> now I'm losing a fight against Kiloa. He fucking Shit. got you. It's all part of his plan. Every step was a trap. That's exactly right. All It's all traps all the way down. Um, anyways, <laughs> Granu does contact them. Um, and he, he's he's telling them what, what Genthru's up to. And what Genthru is up to is he's spawn camping, uh, says Yeah, Guerra. like a bitch. Yeah, like a little bitch waiting for Zizguera to come back. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's almost the 10 days. Aren't all his cards going to disappear? And Grenu's like, no, I have them all. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, when they realize the cards aren't like, you know, gone, aren't they just going to come after you? And he's like, eh, no, I transformed them. It's fine. <laughs> and then we cut over to Genthru, who's just kind of like, okay, well, it's been 10 days. They're still not back. Let's give them five more minutes. And then we'll go kill some children. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, just a normal evening for these three. Yeah, pretty much, it seems like. Um, yeah, they, they kind of have a conversation. Like, Grain is basically like, yeah, I don't really have any way to help you in this battle. And Kilo was <laughs> like, that's fine. We don't need your stinky help anyway. Um, My gorillas ain't shit. <laughs> his gorillas really ain't shit. Um, 
But yeah, um, they they decide they're gonna give him the five extra minutes. They're wondering where. Um, I, they say something about them taking Batera and running. Um, I don't know if the implication is that they went out and looked for them. Oh, that's because uh, 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 what the fuck is his name? Uh, Cesar Guerrero is like. I think he moved fucking Batera so Genthru didn't fucking go hog wild on him since he uh, pulled the fucking bounty or whatever. Gotcha. This does lead into our fun little conversation where Mr. Batera reveals that he was a gilf and that he did have a hot mama. Yeah, yeah. Basically, we do cut from there and uh, says Guerra has like a picture that he took from the mansion. And he's like, so who's this? Your, Your daughter? Your granddaughter? And he's like... That's my lover. And I went, ew. But he was, in fairness, he was yeah. saying, yes, that is an old picture of my lover who has been in a coma for a while. But it was a moment where everyone in the group was, like, gasping. And I was like, me too. I'm kind of, what's happening? Yeah. It was a pure kind of love. She wasn't in it for the money. She wanted that gilf. <laughs> That's exactly right. She's like, so, like, how old are you? And he's like, I don't know, 85? And she's like, jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um but he does explain like oh we were in love like everyone thought it was because of her money but like she was truly in it for me like She returned all the gifts I gave her except for the shitty handmade frame I made her. And she was super nice and wonderful and that was until the accident. Uh-huh. That left her in a permanent coma or as we like to call it dead. Um And he's like, I devoted all my money and influence to getting this game and trying to beat it because I hear there's a special card in it that can heal any injury. But it doesn't matter now because she's dead. Also, I do want (laughs) to... Yeah. His plan seems a little iffy here because his whole thing was like, yeah, if you beat the game... Yeah, I'll give you the money. He did not specify specifically what he says here is that he wants to beat the game so that he can bring out Angel's Breath so that he can use it on her because you get to bring out three cards and they're real or whatever. But that was never part of the like agreement with anybody, any of the winners. It was never like, yeah, you have to beat the game and bring me Angel's Breath. Like that has to be a card you bring out. So I'm not sure how he was planning on getting the card, but you know. Once again, we can discuss this when we do our season wrap up hey jing what the fuck (laughs) hey jing did you just create a cure-all yeah hey jing you can cure cancer but just inside the inside the game only and six times maybe if you use it correctly Uh uh-huh hey jing what the fuck (laughs) anyways jing continues to be a menace in the funniest way jing invented a red health potion and said it only goes in the video game it's behind a paywall. Yeah. <laughs> you have to beat the game and then bring it out if you want to cure anybody. Could you imagine? And only six times total ever. God. He designed a video game where the whole point is that you don't get a health potion until the end of the game. I can't yeah. believe I can't believe Batera spent so much money on microtransactions. <laughs> that is true. Jing invented a fucking video game where you basically have to go play Skyrim but they don't give you a single fucking cheese wheel or anything. So you're just walking around like on critical health all the time, chasing a horse that shoots bubbles. Which is why Biscuit is so suited for this because she has a full-time massage therapist. Yeah, she has a lover. Yeah, who is a massage therapist. Who is a masseuse, yes. Yeah. 
I st- yeah, again, I still don't know exactly how Patera planned to accomplish this, but it doesn't matter because his 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 lovely his lovely girl is completely dead now. So um, she's dead and in the ground, and she will never come back. Yeah, and he is in a bathrobe, crying silently on the couch while Cesar and his goons are yep. just like. So like. So you were just gonna let us die in there? <laughs> so what the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> And he says, yeah, I'm sorry about that. He says, yeah, I was going to let you die in there. But now that you're out, my lawyers will pay you or whatever. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> whatever. So we cut back to uh, Genthru, and he does this funny, they realize it's time, and Susan Guerrero hasn't come back, and he's just kind of like, all three of him, all three of his friends just go, ding dong, out of time! <laughs> and they all just go on to try to kill a kid. yeah. 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 They spawn camped uh they spawn camped uh uh says long enough. Now they know he's deleted his account for good. Damn, I can't believe they suicide bait him into deleting. <laughs> they made sure his account w- account went inactive and they said, "Ha, ah, bye-bye." Fucking cancel culture strikes again. Damn. It's truly horrible to see and to hear. You hate it. But yeah, so they've decided to go on to some new toxic, um, new toxic targets, and that would be Gon and the gang. So Gon and the gang are chilling. They're discussing their plan. They're getting off the phone with Garenyu, and they're Gon's just kind of standing lightly behind uh, <laughs> Bisky and Killua. And at the end of the phone call, Bisky is just like, "Hey, aren't you supposed to be fucking training, my guy?" And Killua's just like, "I got the stopwatch on time." And she's like, "Oh, cool. Never mind. We're fine." Yep, he yeah. does it. He does it. He does the the perfect sixty seconds. Um, and then yeah, it's it's time for a, sh- a short game of tag again. Um, they oh, do. God. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, the 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 thruple does appear. Um, and they they say. We we do learn that Sub is the guy with the red hair and Dabara mm-hmm. is the guy with the black hair. I think this is the first time they've ever been distinguished by <laughs> it name. It doesn't matter. They're just Sub and Bara. Yeah, they're just the other two of the, <laughs> of the poly. <laughs> the um, other two of the trio, it's fine. Yeah, but they, they do show up. Um, uh, basically, they say, hey, we're going to offer you a deal. And then they start walking towards them, and Gon is like, hey, stay right there. And we get a cut to Bisky, and she's going, good. Don't let them think that they know, like, that, that we were waiting for them. Like, we got to make them think we're weak and not ra- waiting for them. And I'm like, Gon is not thinking through that hard but i'm glad it's working in your favor yeah i I do love how much of this like surface level is just kind of playing out like you'd expect like a shonen confrontation too you know like the good guys oh they're outmatched what are they gonna do but inter and you know but internally it's like okay yeah this is this is working perfectly everything's going to plan we're gonna kick their asses everything's going exactly according to kikaku this is where we'll get to it later i have to do the celebrity roast of bisky later uh-huh. um mm-hmm. but i do love these scenes because this conversation goes on for a while with gun through trying to be like hey kids give me your cards or i'll smash your face in and the kids being like we'd rather that not happen him being like Okay, but did you not hear about the part of me smashing your face in? It's a very funny thing because Genthru's whole thing, he, he he tells them, okay, the deal is you give me the cards 
and then I win. <laughs> um, because that'll get everyone out of the game. And Don's like, yeah, I don't uh, vibe with that. And he's like, well, says Guerra took us up on it. He's already out. And he's like, yeah, I know he's out, but you know, this still isn't working for me. And then like, after it's been like two minutes of arguing and then Genthru's like, um, okay, well, would you rather die then? Because that's your other option. I will kill you all. <laughs> like, it's like two minutes of him trying to be like, this is my master plan, a deal, an offer you can't refuse. And then he's like, fuck it, I'll just kill you then. It is incredibly funny because as this back and forth goes on, every few seconds we do cut to Bisky and she's just kind of like, the camera zooms in and the edges go a little dark as we're entering her mind palace. And she's like, good, good. <laughs> Everything according to plan. Don't let them know that we're about to fucking die. She's Bisky. <laughs> she's Bisky. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, 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 um, after Genthu's like, yeah, actually, I'm just going to kill you. They're like, ha, you've revealed your real plan. And then they uh, they start playing tag again. Um, and they, um, Genthu is like, well, they, they have less cards than us, so we should be good for this. Um, they warp around a little bit, and then they head to Masadora and um, Sub and Bar are like, why, why are they going there? Are they trying to get more spell cards? And Genthu is like, nah, they're probably trying to head for the port. So they show up, and then they're, like, looking for them, and Gon, Bisky, and Kilowa are just simply hiding in the bushes. Yeah, yeah they're doing their uh, disassociate eyes at them mm-hmm. while Sub and Bar are just like, where the fuck did they go? Yeah, where did they go? They they play a company tag again, which is, like, the first in a long series of callbacks that this pair of episodes does. Yeah, yeah. So, eventually, Genthu is just like, well, we can do this fun thing just called accompany them again. And they do that, and they find the three of them trying to run away, and they're like, don't let them out of your sight! Don't let them teleport again! And, yeah. and like, yeah, and, like, the, the fun twist on, like, this version of the accompany tag is, like, before, you know, um, Genthru's team was trying to, like, run Sesguera's team out of, out of all their, like, transportation cards, but this way it's, like, the other way around, you know, like, Gon's team was tricking them into using up all their cards. We haven't gotten to the little trick yet! I know, I know. First, Gon like, and Killua and Bisky have to pretend like they're gonna shit out their doo-doo asses again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they, they play tag, they end up at Masadora, they're wondering what their fucking plan is, but they're like, okay, well, they shouldn't have any more cards, I guess. So they're chasing them down, they corner them again, and then... Um, they, they, Kilo and Bisky try to play it like, oh no, we're cornered! And Kilo was like, run, Bisky! Don't let them catch you. And then like Gon and Kilo or uh, Bisky and Kiloa run off and get chased down by Sub and Bara and leaving uh, Genthru alone with mm-hmm. Gon. Yeah. Sub is, Sub is the redhead, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Sub chases after Kiloa and Bara takes after, takes off after Bisky, leaving Genthru with the nice 12 year old boy known as Gon. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Genthru is like, Hey kid, I'm about to beat your ass now. And Gon's like, so you think? And Gunthu's like, no, I'm going to beat your ass now. And then he does. <laughs> yeah. He for did. an extended period of time. So there is, um, Gon um, makes, well, kind of a deal with him. He says, listen, we're either going to fight to the surrender or you're not going to get any cards. And he's like, I'm not fucking around. I'm not opening my book again. So 
you can either agree to this, we'll fight until one of us surrenders, or you can just kill me and my book will not be open because I'm not opening it, opening it again for this fight. And yeah, yeah, once again, I think, I think again, we could call this like another callback back to the Hanzo fight, which continues to be relevant. Um, (laughs) God, I miss Hanzo. Yeah. So once again, it's like what the stupid ninja would be doing in this game. Yeah. Once again, we're in a situation where Gon is up against a much more powerful opponent, but like that opponent is in a situation where he can't actually kill Gon and he has to get him to surrender. Um, but yeah, Never the stakes feel a lot one. higher since he does have explodey hands. Yeah, I do like how Gon set this one up. Like, you do get that callback to Hanzo, and this time mm-hmm. he's setting this up on his own. He's like, this kind of worked for me before, mostly because yeah. I can get the shit kicked out of me, and it's fine, yeah, this time because I don't care. This time, he's, this time he's using his signature fighting style of getting ass kicked, <laughs> of getting his ass kicked, but it's on purpose. Yeah. And we know... And this is a little spoiler from later, that apparently this is a very useful technique. Even the masters use it called, I make a deal with you that allows you to kick my ass, but not kill me. <laughs> yeah. That's just a little. <laughs> Great. Which <laughs> is a little trickety trick. So Genthu jumps in at Gon. He's like, I'm going to fucking blow you up, kid. And Genthu goes to grab Gon, but Gon slaps away his hand and then tries to do a little dodgy dodge away from him. And Genthu's like, Hey, so how the fuck do you know about my power? Mm-hmm. And Gon's like, oh, you figured it out already. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm the bomber is the thing. How the fuck do you know about my power? Yeah, because he's like, so you know I'm the bomber. He's like, yeah, well, says Guerra told us. And he's like, okay, that's fine. But how do you know specifically, like, how my power works and how I use it? Because you're avoiding my hands. And he's like, oh, shit, he, he figured it out. And he's like, this is the this is the difference between us, like... Just one encounter, and he already knows that I know everything about him. And Genthru's just like, hey, I'm going to go fucking sicko mode any second now. Like, if I can't use my hands, I got legs, is the thing about that. Can we talk about Genthru posing? Genthru is Jojo posing. Genthru is 100% Jojo posing through this whole fight. He, like, pushes up the rim of his glasses, but then he strikes, like, the sickest Jojo pose ever. Yeah. Genthru? Genthru knows he's in a different show. (laughs) Him and fucking... Wait! Wait, Razor was also posing. What was Togashi on in this arc? Probably JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> Togashi was watching a lot of JoJo while he was writing this. He's like, all my, all these dudes have to pose now. That's exactly right. Um, yeah, I mean, throughout this this beginning part of the fight, um, we get lots of cuts to like Bisky telling him how to fight, and he's like, she's like, we'll make sure you're always on the offensive, like always throwing punches, because even if you're not landing them, he, he it's harder for him to you know like attack you if if he's defending. So just keep 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 going for him, and um, you should let yourself get beat up. That's a good thing. Uh, and I did write in my notes, like, yeah, he, he's fine with that. He's good at getting beat up. And he, it's and his she, favorite technique. She's, her, like, voiceover thing is like, yeah, like, if he realizes that you're that he's a lot more powerful than you, he's going to get complacent. And then that's when you can put the plan into attack. And Gon says, oops. Well, that's what I'd like to say. And then he stands up and he's like, you know, he's kind of got his back turned and he's like, I'm sorry. Bisky and Kilowa for my selfishness, but I'm going to, I'm, I'm going, I have to do this fight on my terms. I have to make him use his little flower on me. Forgive me, God, but I'm back to my yep. old self. And it sucks. 
forgive me, Lord, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm going back to my old self. <laughs> he says, forgive me, Gon, or I keep saying Gon, Bisky and Kiloa, for I am back on my bullshit. I am. He I says, am he says, what if I got uh, 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 Netero to use his his right hand in the keep away game? Yeah. But also, it's instead of Netero, it's a man who generally wants to kill me and using his right hand means that I'm going to die. Yeah, it's a, it, I'm going to make him use the power that makes me explode. I, love I will get exploded. <laughs> I love what a consistent through line of this is. Yeah. Going meeting yeah. someone who can and will kill him and being like, okay, but what if I got you to go all out? And then being like, kid, I will kill you. And him being like, yeah, but what if I what if I got you to go all out? I do, I love this for his character throughout this because so much of the show is people looking at him and being like, you're very powerful for a 12-year-old. You've got a lot of potential. And he's like, I don't care about my potential. Fight me now and fight me at your best because I want to see what I can do. And, and then I, I think that's used to kick the shit out of Yeah, him. like, <laughs> whenever someone really does go out, they kind of kick his ass, but you know... <laughs> <laughs> just going, oh God, he's beating my ass. What what happened? Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is where I start getting really, really scared for Gone. But it's also where we cut to um uh, uh Bisky and uh we just said it was Barra, right? The yeah. the black haired guy. Yeah, so Barra's chasing after Bisky and Bisky's doing her like funny, cute little like anime girl run. I know, and and Barra's like, like, damn, she's kind of fast. She's, she's just like he, skipping he, along. He's like, she's kind of bad with it though. What the fuck? <laughs> Which is what Killua said earlier too and I love it. They're all just kind of like, what the fuck? Why like, is she still keeping up? Damn, she's not even breaking a sweat. What's she doing back there? She got gams. Oh my god, what the hell? That dress is not aerodynamic. Right? So she takes out a card and he's like, well, what the fuck is she doing? Like, she doesn't have any more teleportation cards and she takes out a card and it transforms back into a company. He's like, wait, a company? And she's like, a company on Sufarabi. And he's like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and so they teleport to Sufarabi. And she's like, now I can fight you one-on-one. And he's like, I, why, why do you okay. want to fight me one-on-one? That's it's, that's bad idea. He's like, I'm going to beat your ass. Like, we've been through this. It's so good. He says, he's like, why did you do all this to just make sure you were alone? And she goes, it's simple. I didn't want you calling your shit ass friends for help. (laughs) So this is where I have to start my uh, in roast of Bisky. So Uh Bisky beats his ass for a few seconds. She shows off her moves. And then he's just like, well, I, I, sorry, kid, but I I won't be going easy on you. And he hits her once. And then Bisky goes like, (laughs) That's my line. As she slowly gets up and gets bigger. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And she grows to eight foot tall of pure raw muscle. That's my lady. And she says. Bisky detransitions. I mean. Bisky has the nen ability to detransition. We're going to talk about the 99 in a minute, but. Uh, this one is very good. (laughs) She gets real big and he's like, Barra's just like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, and like, I I do have to shout out the performance of the Japanese voice actress because like, you know, we've, we've already seen her use like the sort of sweet, innocent child voice and then just like go flip straight to like the... 
you know, cynical old lady voice. Yeah. We've seen her, like, give Bisky a lot of range. Like, as she's transforming and being like, oh, ho, ho, I'm gonna kick your ass now. <laughs> she's, like, just going full-on Hulk mode, and it's very fun to listen it's to. It's very, very good. We really do gotta give props. She fucking demolishes this man. And she, He's like, why would you hide this form? And she's like, well, first of all, I, I, you always have to hold an ace up your sleeve. Like, you never reveal what you're fully capable of. And second of all, this form, I hate it. Too macho, don't you think? <laughs> and I say, first of all, Bisky, like, I, I know a lot of people online who would go crazy for you. If right. you think this, come on, Bisky, please. Um, Big, strong, buff lady, carry me. With a frilly dress, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I also have to say, Bisky, why did you leave the 12-year-old with Genthru if you can do this? Okay, yeah, I did write this. I didn't write it until my 99 notes, but I did have a moment where I was like, why is Bisky, why did they not try to work out a way that Bisky could fight Genthru? Why did this not happen? I realized that, like, Gon... Why did Bisky leave Gon in the middle of the dodgeball ring with Razor? <laughs> Bisky said, fuck them, kids. But, like, <laughs> Bisky's sitting here like, fuck them, kids. Like, literally. <laughs> I get, like, I do get for this fight, like, Gone taunted Genthru with their plan of running off. They were going to get chased. Even if Gone had run off, like, probably Genthru would have gone after him because he taunted him or whatever. But it is, I did have a moment where I was like, wait, wait a minute. Bisky, what are you doing here? Why are you leaving Gone to die? Bisky, your boy is getting his ass beat. Go help him. Um... But yeah, she basically one punch kills this guy. I mean, she does have a moment where she's like, oh, you're still alive? I guess you are as strong as I thought. Um, but he's he's out. He's out. She she one punch got him. Yeah, his face is a perfect rendition of her fist. Like, it is just a perfect indentation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So from here, we do go to Killua, who is being chased by Bara. Mm-hmm. And they're running through what looks to be a random village in the woods. I don't know. They're somewhere random. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Maybe they're back at the ninja, the ninja village. Yeah. <laughs> and Bara goes to hit Killua, and Killua guards with both of his arms on the we left do side. Have, um, we, have, we do have all them. Sorry. While they're running, Killua is sort of like sizing him up. He's like, well, I'm probably better at just like physical strength and combat. Like, I mean, we know Kila was stronger than anybody on the planet because of the whole like Zoldic family thing. But man, I miss those guys. Right. <laughs> but he does have that moment where he's like, yeah, this guy's aura is definitely stronger than mine. I should not take a direct hit. Um, he does take one hit when, and he goes, Oh yeah, that I like, I didn't even just feel that in my stomach. I felt that all the way to my brain. That was kind of fucked up. So, uh, I'll have to be cautious with this guy, but I will get to experiment. Um, but yeah, he does. Um, whenever he's taking these hits, he, uh, he is like, um, very purposely guarding with both his arms on the left side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be, be important a, later. that'll be a surprise tool. Or, that'll help him later. Um, but yeah, he 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 um does the clone jutsu at him at first while he's trying while he's like thinking of all this and that's when he kind of takes that first punch. And then he decides it's time to experiment. So he pulls out his lightning palm and he he tases yeah. him pretty He, he bad. does the rhythm echo in order to like make a bunch of shadow clones to get in close enough to use the uh his his lightning attack. And yeah, you get to yeah, see yeah, the yeah. rhythm echo again. That's nice. 
Mm-hmm. I Killua did like that. is putting both Nardo and Sasuke to shame by both doing the Shadow Clone Jutsu and then successfully pulling off the lightning blade. Yeah. <laughs> both of them are put to shame in an instant, and he ain't even breaking a sweat yet. Yeah. So Kilwa hits him with that, and that dude's like, well, that stung, but you ain't got me yet, kid. That that ain't shit. And Kilwa's like, okay, well, I have this other cool thing. And he pulls out a funky yo-yo. Mm-hmm. He pulls out a funky yo-yo. And he's doing some sick yo-yo tricks with it. And yeah, and Barra's like, what the fuck, a yo-yo? He's like, what the fuck is this yo-yo for? And Gilwa's like, hey, check this shit he's, out. Yeah, he says, this is my new 2A throw. It's mail day, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so he swings it at Barra, and Barra, like, easily dodges it. And he's just like, well, that ain't shit. And it hits a tree and fucking demolishes it. Like, it just breaks it in half. And the dude's like, what is in that yo-yo? And Killua is just like, oh, it's the special brand my brother orders. It weighs 50 kilograms. Good thing Maluki's good for something. <laughs> yeah, I think he actually did say it was an alloy that his brother maybe invented or something like that. That was super, super strong. and like, Yeah, that's how... Uh, that's that's definitely what it says in the yeah. manga. I'm not sure. I assume that's how it works at like the house that they trained at when they first got to the Zoldic Mansion. I'm pretty sure Maluki invented that house where everything's just fucking heavy for no reason. Yeah, that probably is where that came from. But yeah, Maluki was good for one thing, and it was inventing, um, first of all, this yo-yo, and second of all, a big house where everyone can do strength training. Everyone can do squats all the time, whether they like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so this dude is like, okay, well, all I have to do is just not get hit by your yo-yo. And he's thinking to himself, he's like, I just need to make an opening because that kid always dodges and protects his left side. Yeah, we do get a lot of like Barra being like, oh, yeah, he's like doing this whole thing where he's leaving his left side wide open. I can crush his ribs like that. And he picks Um, up a rock and he throws it at Killua and Killua tries to dodge it, but he loses his yo-yo. Oh, no. Oh, no. And fucking Sub goes to hit him on his left side and Killua puts up both arms to block it. But he's like, yeah, fuck your ribs, kid, and hits him right in the right side. And Kill is like, oh, my God, you got me. It's like. <laughs> and then a second yo-yo flies out of nowhere and brains Bara. Yeah, absolutely whips him. Um, and then, yeah, we, 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 okay, this episode has a lot of, like, there's a hit. And then they're like, how? And then they go back and do, like, an instant replay. Sort of like, you know, a nice callback to the, like, tournament arc where they're trying to figure out how to use this Nen is and a all tournament that. Arc. It, it, it is, but, um, yeah. They, yeah, so Kilo is just like, oh, yeah, whenever I purposely, like, fully blocked on my left side because whenever you go to strike there, you create a natural blind spot by moving up your arm. And he's like, you noticed that? And he's just like, also, I had a second yo-yo, idiot. It's so good because he's like, uh, yeah, this whole time Barra's kind of looking at him and he's like, oh, this idiot has a big old blind spot. I'm just going to kick his ass. And then like, he's like down on the ground and Kilo comes up and he's like, you know, you have like a huge blind spot that I exploited by making a fake blind, like a fake blind spot. And it's very good. And so this guy's like, oh, so you had you had that step planned out. Oh, you had all that just to plan that out and hit me there. And Kill is like, I don't know what you're talking about, my guy. Every single step up until now was part of my plan and a trap, you idiot. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he just uses his yo-yos to electrocute the guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. He just fucking drops both of his throws on this man's head, 200 pounds of pressure directly on his skull, <laughs> and then he fucking tasers him. Mm-hmm. 
And he says, test complete. Yeah. And he just plays with his yo-yos yeah. as Barra is tied up and dead. Barra's dead. Oh, yeah. Did we even mention that Kilo's hands are still completely broken for this That's fight? Why and he yo-yos. used his yo-yos by, like, uh, tying them to rings around his biceps. I love it. He's really just flexing on it. It looks sick as shit. <laughs> it looks so cool. 100% flex in this whole fight. But, yeah, he, he like, anytime he attacks, it's either with the yo-yos or his feet because his hands are super, super bandaged still. So we go back to Gone, and Gone is, as we all remember, still getting his ass beat. Mm-hmm. Um, through is like, I'm going to use my little flower on you now. And he goes to grab Gone, and he blows Gone's hand up. And he's like, oh, I see you minimized the damage by using Gyo. And we snap back to reality, there goes gravity, mm-hmm. to a little flashback of Gone practicing with Bisky training like so that's actually next episode. oh yeah, yeah i yeah. mean just like we are at the episode break again through basically says i'm gonna crush your spirit and gone is adamantly not sticking to the plan and that's episode and then we do start out victor and loser with uh again through being like okay you know what fuck it <laughs> time for your time for fucking bombs he's like you know what i don't like kids anymore i <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to realize that we live in a society and i don't want to be in it anymore mm-hmm. so he makes his hands do the weird gross crunch thing and he says i'm gonna blow you up kid and gone says please don't so he blows gone's arm up and gone's like i protected it with gyo and he's like you know how to use gyo that's impressive but what happens when I use both my hands? Yeah, we do get um, we get a moment of like he attacks him once, and then uh, he's like, "Oh, well." He he attacks him. He uses his like blow up thing, and then but he's fainting, and then he uses he punches him way hard in the stomach, and he's like, "You dumbass! You can't block." if you're blocking with your hand. Um, but then he attacks him again, kind of the same way using the fainting and stuff. And um, he realizes that Gon didn't get his shit rocked because he was using his aura uh, like to protect himself normally, not just on his hand. And um, he's like, well, was he just like gambling on the fact that like, I was not going to actually use the exploding on him. And then that's when we get the cut back to like uh, uh, Gon and Bisky talking and Bisky's teaching him him like yeah um he'll use gyo to protect his hand that's how he stops his hands from getting exploded and he like grabs she grabs his arm a couple times um with different levels of gyo and is like okay or um yeah different levels of aura on on her on her hand and she's like so now that you can kind of tell the difference and you can like easily tell when i'm using less aura um, if he goes at you and he's not using Gyo on his hands, then you'll know that he's not actually going to blow you up and he's probably but gearing up for a second attack. So you can use your defenses that way. So that's when, um, so, uh, yeah, Gendry- this is, this is, this is also the flashback where we see Kilaba playing with his yo-yos. Yes. And <laughs> like a normal boy and not in the like 2011 a version. It make he does playing with yo-yos in a way that makes sense. He's just, he's just doing two A. He's just looping around yeah. Uh, and, you know, in the manga and 99 version, he's just hacky sacking his yo-yo. Like, <laughs> I hate that I can follow like the like, fucking thought process fool. of the 1999 being like, oh, his hands are broken. So, of course, he would use his legs. Yeah, not showing yeah. like a preview of like, oh, yeah, he's 
like even just like him like working with the bands attaching them to his arms like practicing swinging them around with his arms not his hands like he's used to nope he's just doing hacky sack he's like of course god i do have to say that like you know even though the yo-yos aren't tied to his fingers which would absolutely fucking suck yeah regardless of like whether you have broken hands just because they're 200 Uh pound yo-yos uh he still catches them Mm -hmm. regularly with his hands and uh as as someone who plays with yo-yos actually like if if that those things can fucking hurt if they're coming back with enough force like you know play just playing with the yo-yo normally can already be sort of punishing if you don't like know how to throw and catch properly and and those that he has broken hands and they weigh a hundred pounds. It, it, <laughs> it hurts to think about. It super does. I did like that we got a thing of like um, when when he was fighting Sub. Sub was like, yeah, those things could pack a punch like just normally because of all the you know the centrifugal force and stuff. You could really mm-hmm. do a lot with just like a normal yo-yo or like a nen yo-yo or whatever. But these are fucking like. What, 50 pounds each is what they said? It's like 50 kilograms. 50 kilograms. 50 kilograms. Yes. So, so, yeah, they're 110 pounds each. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I really did like that. And yeah, that scene was <laughs> it's just very funny him using the hacky sack. Um, but yeah, that's that's like that flashback scene. And um, uh, Genthru uh, is like figuring this out. And he's like, oh, so you figured out that I'm using Gyo. You're a very clever boy. Well, what happens? if I use both my hands. And this is another spot where all I have in my notes is Gon, oh my God, follow the plan. I have that written in my notes at least four times because every time Gon is about to get his shit rocked, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I don't even know what the plan is because y'all were very stealthy about it, but just do the thing. Stop getting your shit rocked. And Gon says, I am still on my bullshit. Yeah, so Genthru is... um walking towards him and he's like yeah what what's gonna happen is i have my two hands here so unless you surrender i'm going to grab two of your limbs and you'll just use your aura to protect whichever one you want and then next time i will grab two more of your limbs he's going real nutty with it he's just having a whole joker monologue here as he's like walking towards him like telling him what he's gonna do just basically blow all of his limbs off like one by one depending on where gone uses his aura and so he walks up to him and he grabs both of his arms just like i think i think this is where gone says um yeah, I, I know I should stick to the plan right now, but I just had a great idea. And everyone in the audience is like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think- everyone in the audience winces. Just like, yes, Ooh. it's terrible. It's so bad. He's like, I have a great idea. And I'm like, going, it's not a good idea. Please stick to the plan. Um, and Genthru's walking towards him and it's very stressful. He grabs both of his arms. He starts using his little flowers. And then... Um, he, he successfully does it, but he also staggers back and he's like, wait, what just happened? And he looks down and he realizes he's bleeding and he's like, when did I, what happened? When did I get hit? What the fuck just happened? And then he looks up and he realizes that Gone put the aura, like he 
completely disregarded his left arm. He put a little bit of aura into his right arm so that it wouldn't blow completely up. And then he kicked him with like a full aura blast from his leg. So his left, I mean, his left arm is a stump now. He does not have a hand. His right arm uh-huh. is completely fucked. He has hand is usable, but his arm, like you, it's like very, you know, kind of anime. Like there is a skin ripped up effect like there. And um, yeah, he's all fucked up. And like, and he's like, what the shit? Why did he do that? Even if like that had crossed a normal person's mind they wouldn't have done it like so this is where genthu realizes that he's not the joker baby the joker is this yeah, little the, boy the clown makeup is just dripping off his face the word damaged written on his forehead just fucking rearranges itself into the word normal <laughs> he got his fucking normal pills he went to the drugstore he said give me the best ones you got Mm. They say, what happened, buddy? And he said, I met the fucking Joker today. <laughs> I met a guy even crazier than I am. Wait, does that just make Gone Harley Quinn? <laughs> yeah, he was... She, <laughs> he, he was, was fearless. <laughs> he was fearless and crazier than him. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, but yeah, basically, um, <laughs> Gensrew is just like, Gone is fucking insane. And Gone is like... Uh, you know, um, I'm done now. And Genthru's like, oh, thank God, he's surrendering because that's normal. He just got a whole arm ripped off. Like that's, or not ripped off, blown off. So of course he's going to surrender now. And Gon's like, okay, I'm done being selfish now. Come at me, bro. And he's like, no, what before the fuck? This, before this, Gon, like, Genthru's like, yo, what the fuck was that? What's going on? And Gon just says, John Ken. And Genthru's like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. And Gon's like, John, Ken, and Ken. He's like backing up and he trips over a rock right as Gon's about to punch him. And Kenthu's like, what is wrong with this kid? He doesn't have an arm. Oh, yeah, that's my bad. That actually comes right before, I think. Um, <laughs> that comes before all the, wait, how? Because there's a, I, yeah, I forgot to write that down because I really was confused on like what happened in the fight, which is on purpose and it was good. But yeah, basically, um, Genthu, um, he he knocks him down. He's like, where the fuck is this blood coming from? And he realizes that Gon is about to hit him and he trips. And then like he's on the ground realizing Gon just tried to attack him after that. And he's like, okay, but where did the hit come from? That was before. Genthru, like, yeah, Genthru has been backed into a corner now. He says, you know, he's feeling desperate. He says, you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> but then he looks in the mirror and he's just smiling normally. Yeah, he doesn't have the scars anymore. Gon has the scars. Yeah, Gon's like, you want to know how I got these scars? And Genthu's like, oh no. Genthu's like, I fucking gave you these scars. I took your hand. What the fuck? And Gon says, thank you. I love it. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, Gon has decided he's done being selfish. It's time for the real games to begin. Um, and he takes out his book. Um, and he pulls out a card and Granny or uh, Genthru is like, well, uh, that's kind of weird. I don't know what's happening and I'm kind of scared. So I'm going to, I'm going to try something here since he's got his book out. I'm going to try to beat him in a way that lets me steal cards. So he says, you know what? You know what? You're very strong. You've got a lot of potential, uh, here. And he pulls out his book and he says, I'm going to give you all my cards, but uh, just uh, let me let me keep uh, this this one right here. And he's like got his book real close to him and he's pointing and um, Gon comes up, you know, nice and slow to him. Not really nice and slow. He's very trusting for some reason. Um, and <laughs> Granu, Granu's genius plan Gendry? to make 
yeah, I keep fucking up. Um, his genius plan to make him not be able to use gain or book anymore is to just completely crush Gone's windpipe, which which he does. He he gets him with a, a nice uh two two knuckle punch right in his windpipe. And then Gone is coughing up anime blood and He's like trying to hit Gone in the neck so he can uh, apparently paralyze him from the neck down so he can torture him. Yeah. And he hits him and he's like, oh, damn, the kid blocked the attack with Gyo again. He's good. And Gone's like, hey, remember how I still have a card out? And he's like, hey, what's that mean? And the card turns into a big comedy jug of oil. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, here's another payoff. Remember how at the very beginning of the series, uh, we got, or yeah, at the very beginning of the series, we got an explanation of how, uh, if you keep an item, if you keep a card, an item card out of your binder for 60 seconds, it'll turn back into the original item. That's relevant now. For the first time. Anyways, does anyone remember that big comedy rock? Yeah, it's relevant here for a moment, and it'll, it'll be another surprise tool in just a moment. But for right now, it is a big ball of gasoline yeah. that um, that uh, Gone gets all over again through, so he can't set a fire anymore without, you know, really setting a big fire. He can't use his little flower because it'll blow himself up. So he's like, <laughs> It'll well, become a much bigger flower. So he's like, well, you see, the problem is I'm the bomber. And when I touch you, I place a bomb on you that activates when I tell you I'm the bomber and touch you. So what are you going to do, kid? Like, it's a much bigger and stronger bomb than my little flower. If it activates, you're screwed. All I have to do is touch you. Can you fully keep me away? Huh? Huh? And Gon's just like, John can. <laughs> and Kenthu's just like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. And he jumps back. He's like, oh, this must be a bluff. He must just be trying to keep me away. That, that's what it is. I, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And Gone uses John Ken to punch the ground, which creates a big comedy crater. And yeah. actually, no, he, he punches the ground and it actually, um, it, it, it's, it's a hole that they prepared in advance. Because once again, we have a payoff. Gone and Killua learned how to dig holes really good. Really Damn, fucking remember fast. That? Remember how they learned how to dig real good? This arc is so fucking good. The things that are paying off are so good. I love it. This arc has so many weird payoffs. Like, remember (laughs) when they were forced to dig holes through mountains? Guess what? That was also a surprise to Yeah. Um, yeah. Bisky knows what she's doing is the thing. So yeah, they they it creates a big hole, like it's a big, perfectly round hole, which is nice. Um, they fall nice. straight all the way down, and Genthu's like, "What?" Or yeah, Genthu, I said it right that time. Yeah, um, he's like, "Well, what the fuck is this?" He's also in the hole, and then he like he looks around to see him, and he's gone. And he's like, "Wait, what the shit?" And he's looking around, he can't find him. Um, he looks. Gon and- is yeah, Gon is like over in a little side alcove that had been dug out, mm-hmm. and Gon yeah. is fucking evil. Gon is very evil. He Gon says- looks fucking evil in this scene. He's standing in a little alcove, completely covered in shadows, and he's like. When a card is out for longer than 60 seconds and he tosses up, it reverts yeah, back into his, its item. His voice is all twisted because he just got punched in the throat. Mm-hmm. So he's he, he's just got his little voice, but it's 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 very gravelly Batman voice for, for yeah. a little boy. And it's, fucking Genthru's just like, oh, well, what the fuck are you going to do? Like, what's that card? What, what's happening? And Gon just says like, 
see you later, get through. And yeah. he recedes into the shadows as the card turns into the big comedy rock from before. <laughs> Uh-huh. And Gunther's just like, wait, 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 no, 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 I surrender, I surrender. <laughs> no, that's not quite yet. He pretty much almost gets crushed, but I think he does make it, I think, into the side alcove, and he's very, very yeah. scared. And he's like, well, shit, I almost got crushed to death. And I was like, oh, well, um, I thought he was dead there, but apparently Gon has to kill him and kill him himself. <laughs> and he goes and he and he does the 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 Gen Con and like starts building up his rock again. And then Gensu's like, wait, 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 don't kill me. I surrender. And he just gut punches him like straight into the rock, into the back of a big rock. And it is yeah. a lot. And I super thought he was dead. I thought he was completely hundred percent dead. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought Gon killed a man, but yeah, <laughs> he fucked him up for sure. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I think, think that big rock was the, was the final payoff of that fight and boy mm -hmm. what a good fucking sequence yeah it's so fucking good like holy shit holy shit it was like i know we were a little crazy and bouncing around but like all of it is just like soup in your mind that you're just saying they're like yes 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 yeah. yes yes like the order of events don't matter it's just the like yes yeah. yes just, yes yeah yes, just yes. like yeah, just like every element of this fight feels like it's been like something that's been established like earlier in the series, especially like earlier in the arc. Like we get the whole dynamic of like between Gon and Genthru that's like, you know, referencing back to those moments in the first season I mentioned. We get like, yeah, we get the use of Gyo for offense and defense that like, yeah, with... You know, with Gon blocking, like, the various attacks that Genthru is using and the different feigns. And, you know, and then, like, we get, like, Gon being an absolute idiot and, like, subverting the expectations of the Gyo defense by, like, getting his hands blown up and using that opportunity to counterattack. Like, Super fucked up. Gon, <laughs> goes, Gon goes Joker mode and destroys a man. And it's just... Like, it really is just, like, what if you were in a scripted boss fight? Like, all of your, like, little things where you're like, oh, yeah, this is the point where I use, like, my digging skills. <laughs> this is the point where I use my, like, dodge parry timings. Like, this is the point where I just, like, take some damage to do, a, like, a sick attack. Like, yeah, it's just so well put together and, like, so satisfying if you, like, if you're noticing, like, all the little things Togashi is doing. Yeah, like, we talked a little bit in the last arc about, because, um, there, there was, like, a point halfway through the Phantom stuff where I was like, I remember a lot of this arc, I don't remember how it ends, and we were all like, yeah, it kind of fizzles out, which makes sense thematically for that arc. But I just really love how this battle is so, I mean, like, like we're saying, like it's so carefully crafted and calling back all the way a couple seasons, but throwing so much like stuff that just seemed like funny and little, like, Oh, they're going to dig a bunch of holes so they can learn how to use, you know, busy sort of like, you know, good teaching their way into like making them use their like Nen stuff for like, normal tasks to make them easier and stuff like that. But then it becomes this thing where, yeah, we dug a big hole so that you would fall into it. Like it's, yeah. it's just very good. And, 
Yeah, and not only is it doing, like, all these callbacks, but, like, so many of them have, like, these little twists on them that subvert your expectations, like the accompany tag, like, you know, the the fact that, you know, Gon, like, used Gyo, but, like, not to defend himself, mm-hmm. that, like... You know, just like the dynamic of like Genthru being stronger than him, but like, and Gon getting his ass kicked, but like still using that to mm-hmm. win. Like, it's very, very good. Yeah. And, and also just like the idea of using like, of, 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 of using, of using the cards, but just like, instead of being like incredible spells or like magical items or anything, it's like, a, a a jug of gasoline in a yeah! big rock. Like, I love that so much. It's like showing the characters being really resourceful and just like using it's like I don't know, it's 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 comparable to like defeating like a huge boss in D D just by like using some like rope and thumbtacks you found in like the, yeah. the general goods store. Like it's that kind of it like satisfying. Like, with so many other anime, this whole fight would have been like the culmination of a training arc where the character would have come in with a new six secret power and he would have fought and then like he would have gotten his ass kicked and he's like, no, with the power of my friends and shit, like I'll, I'll defeat you, I'll win. And then he does. This one is like going being like with my new secret technique, I'll win. Getting his ass beat and then being like, okay, well, I tried my hardest. Time to go with the rehearsed plan that we had from the beginning that offers us a 100% victory. Like, it wasn't even like, yeah. uh, oh, no, like, yeah. our plan failed, but I, I pulled it off just by a hair. No, it's literally him being like, no, the plan would have worked from the beginning. I just did this for the last. It's very funny because, like, most of this fight was going, like, wanting to use his training that he's been getting the whole time. And he is giving himself the opportunity, but it is not necessary for the fight because, like, the fight is determined by, like, some fun game yeah. mechanics that they sort of, like, whipped up. And I like that. Yeah. God, I can't believe I, like, slept on this fight the first couple of times I watched this series. It's like, I, I am, did like, not, so pissed. I did not, like, give it much, that much thought or, like, that much attention. And, like, having watched it now, like, actually, like, paying attention to all these little details, I'm like, damn, this is, like, one of the best fights in the series. This, like, even beats the hell out of, like, the Gon Hisoka fight. This is, like, this is, like, one of the better like final boss fights in a shonen anime like what yeah. the fuck <laughs> and it it's really very good is just like the fact that it always like a perfectly crafted plan and the only like trouble going finds is the fact that he's like no i want to like actually use this opportunity to push my limits like i want to see how good i've gotten in these last few weeks and not like oh no like my training like it hasn't paid off or our plan didn't work but with my skills and my resourcefulness, I'll get this. No, it's fully going just being like, no, I, I know I'm going to lose this fight, but I want to see how far I can get before I enact like our perfect master plan. Yeah. And I like that kind of callback stuff too. Like going, going into Hunter's, um, da, 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 not Hunter's arena. Heaven? Heaven's arena um, where he's yeah he's going into heaven's arena and he's going into a fight and he's like you know wing specifically told me that I can't win this fight and I know I can't win this fight but I do want to go in and see what I can do at the level I'm at see how well I can dodge all the attacks and stuff like that I like that callback too here where he's just like I am not going to win this fight but I'm going to see how hard I can push my opponent and how hard I can push myself um 
I think all that is very cool. Unless we have anything else to say about this fight, though, I do want to, we do have one last scene. Um, Okay, okay. Let's get to the (laughs) ending of this awesome arc. Mm -hmm. So, Genthru wakes up and he's comedy tied up in rope with his three boyfriends who are also comedy tied up in rope. Uh, Bara looks super dead. Yeah, and Gon and they're like, Gon and Killer are like, give us all your cards. And Genthru is just like, I shall, but first. Please heal my husband. Yeah, use He's Angel's breath and heal heal my boyfriend. Heal here. my my His beautiful. His face husband. looks like a plate of mashed potatoes. Please, I beg you. <laughs> like I am normal His now. His face looks like a large woman's <laughs> fist just caved it in, and I would like it to look normal I again. Am, I am completely normal now. Will you please? <laughs> Where did such a big fist come from? <laughs> None of you are that strong. What's I am, happening here? I am fully normal now. I am no longer the Joker. <laughs> I simply want to retire to the countryside with my not caved and faced husband. Mm-hmm. So can you please heal him? And Bisky and Killer are like, well, of course. That was our plan the whole time. And he's like, huh? huh? And they're like, we have six copies of Angel Breath, dude. And he's like, huh? huh? So they first use one copy of Angel's Breath, and she does a whole long monologue. And Killer is like, hey, could you get Gone his hand and windpipe back? Actually, you know what? Just completely heal him. Yeah, just fix him. Fix everything that's wrong with him. Just fix this boy completely. And <laughs> so she does, and Killa's going, she's like, yay, I love not facing consequences. Um, and so she's like, they use their second one of Angel's Breath to heal Bara, and Bara just kind of looks slightly pissed yeah. about this whole situation. He's just like, fuck. He's just staring <laughs> up in the air with a slight scowl, and I'm just like, okay. But Genthi's like, ah, yes, my husband. You are back and we are normal. I can't mm-hmm. wait to go get a 401k. Um, so Bisky's like, and now I'll use this next angel's breath to heal you, Genthru. And the car just fucking explodes. Well, they were going to use that one on Kiloi. Oh, yeah. But yeah, then it explodes and they're like, hey, what the fuck? And then... Um, Garanyu's like, I got the rest, idiot. <laughs> Yeah, like specific. Yeah, specifically, they were using clone to try and make another copy of Breath of Archangel, but uh, apparently those cards reached their conversion limits because Gorino had some uh, Breath of Archangel vouchers that he cloned. So Gorino just hogging up a bunch of extra copies of this card, and they can't make all the ones they need. Yeah, but I... he does show up conveniently at this point. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, the logic that happens at this point where Grainu shows up, and he's like, I'm not healing these guys. Like, oh, yeah, they that's... killed so many people. Like, fuck these dudes. They're so evil. They're monsters. Why are we helping them? <laughs> and Kilo goes, I'm an assassin, though. Kilo's like, I got a body count ten times higher than these dudes. <laughs> they are not even touching me. Do you want to, like, not heal me? And Grainu's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and Granny's like, well, no, but I like you guys. And then they're like, yeah, exactly. This is all about our feelings, not some du- like. Uh, <laughs> Goreno says fi- feelings, not facts, and I do respect him for That's that. That's exactly right. Um, but yeah, he's like, well, yeah, but like, you know, I like you guys. I don't care what you guys did before the games or whatever. And then Bisky's like, yeah, but we all came into these games with like the idea that we might be fighting for our lives. And Kila was like, yeah, I mean, the people I assassinated were not on an evil playing level. But like when we started this fight with these three, we, um, you know, we knew what we were getting into. We knew either one of us could die, and so did they. So it's a fair fight. And so we decided that we were going to clone the angel's breath and heal all of us because that's just what felt right to us. And Grain is like, well, that's kind of fucked, but um, we'll, we'll do it. I'll let you heal these guys. I would like to jump in real quick. Um, 
now that Kilo has brought up his body count again, and we know that Genthru has killed at least, like, let's say 100 people uh-huh. in this game alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kilo says, like, I have a body count that's unrivaled by that. What is this robust assassination community that these people need to be hired over and over again that he has a kill count in the thousands? Hmm. I mean... The Zoldics are, like, the... You need someone very important and very, like, hard to kill assassinated. How many people are hiring them and how many times are they like, okay, Killua, this is your assignment? Yeah, there just must be a lot of assassinations going on. This one is fucked. They're not the only assassins also. They are so, like... They're like the legendary S-tier assassins that you're like, okay, I gotta... I'm spending my entire checkbook on this. They give discounts to people in their industry as a flex. (laughs) It's not like, like, I was raised on the street, a grimy assassin killing for money. No, he's like, no, we're like the top tier assassins. We get hired, like, by, like, professionals looking for someone to die. Yeah. What is this robust assassination community? Yeah, like, not only does that, like, you know, the the whole, like, yeah, we we will be hired by other people if they want to hire us, like, you know, just as a flex, not only establishes them as very, very good and a whole family of them, which means a lot of assassinations between them, but there is a thriving assassination community around that also. It's how many people, like, just on average, like, per year are getting assassinated in this world. Like, it's insane. And mind you, it's not like Kilo is, like, in his, like, 20s or like he's not full grown he is 12 yep he is 12 (laughs) and he's like i got a kill count in like the fucking thousands my guy like where have you been boy like what are you doing it is it is just reminding me of john wick where like (laughs) one out of every seven people in new york city is an assassin (laughs) that's what this must be i mean right kilo is like just going around fucking like committing assassinations on like every other random person who's hiring this family to do that many assassinations the wealth gap in this world is fucking incredible i swear (laughs) to god well you're not (laughs) wrong about that um but yeah (laughs) they basically like yeah they after they decide all that granny's like well fine i guess you can use my angels thing to heal them uh kilua finally fucking finally gets his hands healed i wrote that also three times in my notes here because i'm like motherfucker go and got his hands wrecked forever ago please just give him his hands back um but he does get them and granny was being weird and boring and bland and nice i didn't even write down what he said to them or anything like that just I literally just wrote down that he was just being so boring and so nice. So they do this and Gethru gives them the cards and they put, they're like, now we have. Oh all- yeah. That's what it was. Was uh, Gethru gives them their cards. And then Gran is like, you know what? I don't even want these cards. You can have mine too. Yeah. <laughs> so they do that. And he puts them, they put all their cards in. They're like 97, 98, 99 and then immediately they do that and a nice little voice comes on is like hey so if you want the very last card in the game you're gonna have to fucking fight for it it's quiz time baby yeah yeah it comes on and says in 10 minutes it's Mm -hmm. like the you know the anime like like lobby loading screen lady and she's like yep it's time for a quiz in 10 minutes you'll anyone be will be able to participate so get out your binders get nice and ready it's going to be a hundred questions so um 
So get get stanced up, get ready. And Kilua like looks at the 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 binder and he's like, oh, okay. So a hundred questions probably, you know, based around the cards and stuff like that. Um, and so we're getting ready for this nice quiz, but uh, <laughs> a bunch of people show up and they've all got their companies on, and um, they all show up and surround the gang. So and that's where the episode ends. They're like, yo, jump them. Yep, <laughs> time to get him. <laughs> I would like to remind you that while this is all going on, Genthu is still completely tied up and just lying on the ground staring directly up. Oh yeah, they have not released them. <laughs> this, not even a little bit have they released them. This entire scene is still going on and Genthu and his little gang are just completely tied up staring directly out upwards looking normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, that's episodes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we want to get into too many goons. I there were so many goons. I in super this. do. About two times more. Yeah. So um, I yeah. I do have a quick confession. Um, I have been <laughs> as as we've mentioned on podcasts before, we've been super busy. So I don't. I haven't been putting this all on Keith like intentionally, but I have been super lazy about catching up on like the OVAs and stuff like that with like our episodes. No, but, that's fair. Um, <laughs> I did, that is my confession for today is I've been like, oh yeah, the the sound effects and the faces and yeah, they're they're fucked up. Um, and then, like you know, we got to I got to getting to them today, and I'm like, damn, these faces and sound effects really are fucked up. It's bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. Let's talk about Genthru first of all. I just want to have a whole moment here real quick to talk about how janky he looks. If you, the Joker is melting. If you go on the um on the Departure Lounge Discord, I have been like posting like a running highlight series of my favorite bad faces. Okay, there was a pose today that I posted on our Tumblr, so that's gonna like you know that's gonna hit anyone who's following that Tumblr before they even hear <laughs> this. But there is a wonderful pose after uh, Genthru does a kick on Gone, where he's just so like his face is all fucked up. He's in this weird yeah. kick stance, and it's just like, what is who drew this? What what it, it holds it there for like you know, like two seconds, like two full seconds. And I'm like, what, what is happening here? <laughs> also, Bisky looks fucked up. Yeah. I don't know really... what it is about Bisky and lipstick, but it really just messes with yeah. the whole face for me. Yeah, you're not wrong. They, the 99 does have this fun thing where it puts lipstick on every single girl. Yeah, it super does. Like every single one. How else are you supposed to tell their girl? Oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> Could not tell by the frilly dress, the hair, anything else. It, or by I, the fact that she says, I'm girl. Yeah. Everything about her screams, I'm girl. But you got to throw the lipstick on there, too. You got to remember she girl. That's exactly right. Um, there were also, I know this is a translation thing, and like maybe I shouldn't even comment on it, but all of the names when I was like reading the subtitles are so... Different, like Genthru is Gensuru, yeah. Biske is Bisuke, um, Sub is Sabu. Like the fan sub I found did did get like very literal with the romanizations in in a bad yeah. fan subs. Yeah, I mean, again, it is a fan sub, so this isn't necessary. But it's just like it's so funny, like trying to read the like subtitles, and I'm like Gensuru is that? Um, and um, there was another, oh, Sezugera was how they spelled that one instead of Sezuera. Yeah. A couple of, yeah, it was just a couple things where I was like, this is, uh, it's interesting to me as like, you know, 
like I like languages. So I like that, mm-hmm. like, you know, translation, like not misfires, but just like the differences and like, oh yeah, this is kind of how it's pronounced and going from like the gen through to the gen suru like i don't know it's it was interesting to me but i have like how ha- like a lot of my notes here are just like the a name written down with a question mark like garain not yeah. garainu grain definitely the main thing that i think about the one that stands out largest in my mind when it comes to like weird romanizations is um is the romanization of cherubimon from digimon as kerpimon <laughs> Yeah, let me tell you, I didn't know how the fuck to say that for so long until I watched it and it said Cherubimon. I'm like, that's yeah. not what it says. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what that says at all. You can't even, like, try to get that out of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, Kerbimon. There were, I mean, we kind of talked, th- this was so long. Like, watch it, trying to get through the 99 after watching yeah. the 2011 was really a slog because it, it goes... It was four episodes. Yeah. Four fucking so episodes. Padded. It goes through everything, like, exactly the same, but you're watching these battles and it's like, this is taking so long. What are you guys yeah. even doing? How is this four episodes of content? <laughs> There's only so much I can see a little boy get his ass beat before. <laughs> like, I'm getting sick of this. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> Give me something new. Give me something fun. Yeah, like have that boy <laughs> drop that fucking rock already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the ninety nine did have uh, one fun little scene added to it though, which was Batara uh, watching the VHS tape uh, labeled "Sad Wife Memories" that he open palm slammed into his VCR. <laughs> bathrobe watching old VHS tapes of his wife and getting sad about it. He was not very careful with that uh, that one tape that he has of his lover. But um... <laughs> yeah, it's like a funny little like splashing scene, but he really did just slap it in there. Um, there was a funny moment right in the beginning where Genthru does... He like follows them through, so he does know like where Bateran. He doesn't know where they went, but he does actually go to the mansion and is like, "Wow, everyone's gone! Like, what the fuck is happening?" Um, so I think that's mentioned in the '99, but it was like explicit in the or in the 2011. But in the '99, he we do actually see him in the mansion with Sub and Bara being like, "Aha! Everyone's gone. There's no guards or anything." It's a lot of weird stuff. Sub and Bar Sub is um I did have a note that everyone who is blonde in the 2011 is ginger except for uh uh Sub goes the reverse. Mm-hmm. Uh well, yeah. Sub is blonde now instead of like the bright vivid like dyed hair that he has. Uh, first of all, that red is his natural. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's what I say too when mine's bright pink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I do I do want to mention, I forget if this was in the 2011 or not, but in the manga and 99, uh, Goreno is using a full-on tripod telescope to spy on <laughs> Genthru's team. And it looks really it funny. It is funny. Yeah, no, in the 2000... 2000- He's going to do some stargazing he after super this. super is. In the 2011, it is specifically, like, every time they use a telescope, he has, like, a little, like, hand one that he's using. Um, yeah, but it is very funny seeing the whole tripod set up. I'm like, damn, you you haul that thing everywhere. He probably keeps it in a card, but still, it's a very funny thing to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's valid. Um, can we talk about the book sound effect also? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That just sound effects, weird, like... Yeah, just overall, just continue to be really wild in, in, in the OVA. Yeah, I can't even, like, describe it, but it's just, like, this weird, like, thing, and it's, like... <laughs> It's so weird. A lot of these really do sound like, I mean, a lot of these sound effects sound like not just ripped from a Hanna-Barbera cartoon, but like somebody held a recorder up to a TV (laughs) playing like Scooby-Doo or something. And that's how they got the sound effect. They're all just very like, something's up, but it's very funny to watch. I I did, I like the book thing came up in the Genthru and Gon fight. And I literally like was, I I lost my shit, was laughing so hard. It's just the way that like thing sounds. It's so funny. Do we, do we want to talk about how Biscuit has two voice actors in the OVA? Um, I don't love it. I don't love it. (laughs) I don't know what your thoughts are, but I was kind of like, like, honestly, it does just feel like a much more transcoded uh, choice to yeah, be making. Yeah, I know we were making like um, a joke about detransitioning, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it is. It's interesting. I mean, honestly, like that—that that is like more consistent with my head canon. Like, Biscuit does read as like a trans femme character to me. So, like, I—I I honestly kind of like don't really even mind that they used a male voice actor. That honestly feels kind of consistent to me. Just like, yeah, the only thing is that it's like kind of hard to tell like if that, you know, because like her appearance is like so exaggerated, it is kind of hard to tell like, are they just like playing into shitty tropes here? Or like, yeah, does Togashi just like actually intend this to be like, you know, a trans character who happens to be super strong, it's kind of hard to tell. Like, Togashi does do some, like, good trans representation, but also, like... He's also done some bad trans representation, so... It is, like, early aughts, so... Yeah, I don't know where this whole, like... I mean, you... I I don't even want to... You guys have maybe hinted that is Kalito, like, supposed to be trans... Kalito isn't trans, but does, like, have a femme persona. Oh, okay. And not the best way of saying that, but, like, it's, yeah. Sure. There's, like, a very specific reason Kalito, like, prefers to dress like that, and it has to do with Killua and another character. Hmm. But that's something we learned. Is there a specific reason? Yeah, I I wasn't sure about that. It's to do with a character we meet way later who deals with Killua. So okay. it's just, yeah, there's like, I mean, there's a lot, I mean, obviously like Karapika is the most transcoded character that I've ever seen. Like he's just, so like, yeah. there's a lot in this show where I want to be like, yeah, I mean, you know, you can, there's a, lo- a lot of room for cool gender interpretation in this. I do feel a little weird about the bisky thing. Just be- yeah, because it is so like, oh, she's getting big and strong and buff and stuff like that. It's like, and like the whole, like, I don't, I, it's hard. I'm not trans femme. So I don't know. Like it, it's, I don't know. It's hard for me to determine what feels icky to like trans feminine people, you know, but the whole like confluence of like, yeah, I hate my body. It's so bulky. And I always like look small and feminine stuff like that. And then also like going the extra mile to throw a male voice in there. Just, I could see it being cool for some people, but I also think it, 
it doesn't make me feel like it was trying to portray it in the best light. Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah, I I can kind of see both sides of it where like, yeah, I can definitely see how this is like playing into shitty tropes, but also like relatable. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that is a lot of how trans rep gets, you know, like (laughs) it's like, yeah, this is this character is pretty coded as like a trans person but they're evil you know like it's it's always something so i i mean yeah i don't want to take it away from anyone who does like it and i think it's i don't i don't want to even say that i hate it i guess it's just very it's on the fence yeah it's complicated yeah i think it's okay to feel like two ways about it you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I, I guess that is my final thought on it, is that I'm torn, and I, you know, it's something to chew on. Um, yeah. I don't know. Because I, I did, like, the first, in the 2011 when I saw it, I was like, hell yeah, big buff lady, and, like, you know, you, I, I kind of was like, yeah, that seems like a cool, like, trans femme thing, you know, where she's like, yeah, this is my true form, but I don't love it you know Mm -hmm. it it helps me be strong and like i'm very tall and buff and angry and i can beat people up but i don't like to look this way all the time and i like that and i i guess my thought initially just going from that to the 1999 is i'm like i feel like that's enough without a male voice um Mm -hmm. if you're just going for like this is a cool like casual thing of you can interpret it how you want it um but yeah I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I will say like kind of like the thing that I do like about the the way that the ni- that the OVA chose to do it is just that like yeah, that makes it pretty clear that she is a trans character. It makes it a lot less ambiguous for me. Yeah. yeah. I do like it from that perspective. Yeah. It's cool. I guess I part of it honestly was that I wasn't expecting it. And mm. especially from the 2011 to that, it's like it goes from being like, oh, this is a cool like trans headcanon that I can have and it's fun. And then it goes from that to being like, okay, is this on purpose or is it yeah. nasty? Yeah, but, yeah you know, I guess like, it is kind of a double-edged <laughs> sword like that, huh? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's not, it, it isn't an either or thing, I guess. I I like it for being more ambiguous, or not, I like it for being more an obvious like yep she's trans but i don't i it's hard to say whether that's even what they're going for or whether it's mm. just like oh yeah she's big and buff so she's got a man voice haha um yeah like honestly like i kind of feel like the same way with Visky that i do about karapika where like they don't outright go and say it but like you know togashi writes trans characters he's written explicitly trans characters in his works like prior to Mm -hmm. hunter hunter and like the coding is like so obviously there that there's like no reason to really like to really doubt that these characters would be trans that's and that's i I don't have a lot of context for tagashi's like other works and stuff so that you know that helps too to know that he has been like yep i've had canon trans characters before um I like that. As, yeah. I guess that that makes me look on Karapika even more favorably, I guess. Not that I'm not because I just like Karapika, but it, I don't know. It's cool to know that there have yeah. been other canon trans characters for me to look at yeah. Karapika and go, oh, OK, this is not just me being like I'm projecting trans masculinity on characters that I like, you know? Yeah. 
I I haven't like seen this character in Yu Yu Hakusho, but I know that you know just from like doing research, I know that there's a trans femme villain in Yu Yu Hakusho who is like explicitly confirmed as such, and also Level E. That's like a manga. That's like a shorter manga that I know very little about, but I know that the one of the protagonists of that is trans mask. Okay. So yeah, I like that because yeah. I, I guess I was kind of because I wasn't sure about the Kalato thing and I was like, um, I kind of had a moment where I was like, this show is has a, a thing about like, you know, we, we've talked about how there's no women in Hunter Hunter. Um, and so to have like this one trans femme character be like that, you know, just like big buff and like hiding their mm. appearance and then also to have Karapika who's just there and just vibing. Um I don't know. I guess that was part of mm. where my discomfort comes from, but um, it it's weird with trans stuff, you know? Yeah, for sure. A L- lot of feelings about it, it turns out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot of gendered feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, I will just say, like, as to, to maybe put a cap on this conversation and just to, like, you know, and ended on a more positive note. There is like there is a trans femme character coming up in a later season who is just kind of chill with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we fucking love her so much. She's perfect. Nothing. I would change nothing. So yeah, that's. I, th- I think that's a that's a positive note that we can end it on. Wonderful. <laughs> that entire arc is literally just about her family learning to accept that she's trans. I'm. Yeah. Good. Don't lose it. I'm looking forward to that. The world needs more trans femme characters. It's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, do we have anything else for the 99 before we jump into the manga? I'm just looking through my notes real quick. I don't really have any changes for yeah, the manga. Yeah, the manga's pretty, like, like, consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that Togashi is just like playing a, a, like a game where uh, he did just like come up with like I think over a thousand just like hunter exam entrants and just like running through just like a random number generator board game to see who gets through. Like <laughs> he's just kind of having fun over there with mm-hmm. something that seems extremely mindless and repetitive. <laughs> <laughs> It seems like it would be absolutely hell to actually actually play out, but he does have these little pages, like, you know, in between chapters, sort of updating progress on this, like, little RNG hunter exam. It's good. That's fun. Um, This is dumb, but there was just one little animation quirk I wanted to point out. I know we pointed out a lot about the faces and stuff, but there was one point where you're looking at a close-up shot of Gon, which there are a lot of. There's one scene that's hilarious where it's just, uh, it's Genthru figuring out how insane Gon is, and it just jump cuts between them for like, I want, like a full 30 seconds is just like boom, 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 going between them. And that's very funny. Um, but then there is one close up of Gone and his face is all swollen up. They didn't give him a pupil in the eye that's all swollen. Oh, no. And it isn't like that all the time. But there is one scene where he just has like one eye that is just completely brown. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And they I found that very funny. <laughs> he just can't see. He can't they see at all. didn't have the time. It's, a, it's fine. It's swollen. 
Also, I love Wobbly Kiloa when he hits Bara on the head and yeah. like Bara's like, oh, what the fuck? And yeah, oh, like, I, I do love that. A full scene they of put, like, Wobbly Kiloa. They put a wobbly effect on it, but they also just drew his face really wobbly. It's pretty <laughs> it's good. It's so funny. He looks wobbly and then the screen is wobbling on top of it. It's so yeah. good. It's so much. <laughs> it's um, pretty funny. Yeah. Is that about it for us? I think that's it that's all i've got yeah oh one thing i did i like the line differences and like there's a lot of ways bisky so like in the um when when she transforms in the um in the 99 her line is just uh like i don't like this body like look at it it's so bulky and then in the in the dub what she says in the um in the 2011, she says, like, it's so buff. I hate it. And then I forget what she said in the sub that you she were She said it's earlier. too macho. It's too macho. I love that. I just like how there's, like, a lot of different, like, I like the macho thing for her being, like, if it is, too like, mask. a real, tra- yeah, like, if it is a real trans thing, her specifically saying, like, um, I don't like how macho it is. I like that little, like, um, addition to it. Um. But I think I just I, I think that was neat. Just like her, be- like I liked it in the '99. She's just like it's too hefty. I don't want to carry it around all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I yeah, I like that. Um, but yeah, that's that's definitely it for me on the on the '99. What segment yeah. do we want to do? What segment? Um, I could. We only have. Um, yeah, since this is one of the this is yeah. Let's let's. I'd I'd like to do Hunterpedia because all we have left to do of the Phantom Troop is Crollo. So I th- I was thinking we could do Crollo and Bisky, mm. and then I could read Doctor Starline's entire wiki. Yes. <laughs> oh. We are gonna need some bulkier segments because we are about to lose the ninety nine. We are about to lose the ninety nine. Yeah, I mean, it's the- okay because the episodes that are coming up are going to take us this full time. Yeah. The Khmer yeah, is <laughs> we'll, packed. Maybe we'll just do an unofficial crossover segment where we do Sonic <laughs> Wheel Hunting for a segment and Devin I will read, read just random wiki articles from the Sonic. I will read about Dr. Starline and then I will read the script to the entire Suicide Squad movie about Dr. <laughs> Starline and the rest of the Sonic bad boys uh, to you all and you will all be forced to listen to it. <laughs> Gee, Devin, uh, how come your mom lets you have two Sonic podcasts? I'm <laughs> Dr. Starline will be played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Wonderful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that is a, a royal decree. Alrighty. I guess so. Um, do you have your uh Yeah, let me let me get it up. Sorry. Give me a second. <laughs> I was caught up in the euphoria. Caught up in the euphoria. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch is your favorite Sonic character. As playing Dr. Starline, yes. Love that for us. Okay. Okay, I'm Crollo. ready. I'm ready. Let's let's fucking get this. Rollo. So for Fursona, this is this is obvious to me. There is only one option that it could have been. Crollo mm-hmm. is definitely a dragon fursona. I like that. Yeah, he would be like, what if I was the coolest animal? And they're like, yeah. what's that? And he's like a dragon. And they're like, Crollo, that's not real. Yeah. And he's like, it's real in my heart. And what it's he hoards... simply the coolest animal. What he hoards is deep friendships between and himself abilities. and... The, well, yeah, that too. But... 
Really, really thought you were going to say net ability. Yeah. Friendships and eyeballs are the two major things. And eyeballs. He yeah. loves to hoard eyeballs. He does. Ha- Actually, yeah, Dragon is good because he's got a lot of collections going on. Yeah. He simply loves to hoard things. <laughs> What's his Pokemon? I'm thinking Smeargle. I, I kind of feel like the aesthetic is wrong, but it does, like, steal shit from people, and he is all about that. Okay, but, like, an emo Schmeargle. Think about it for a second. Oh, yeah. Think about Schmeargle, but very emo. Like a Schmeargle, but he's just, like, ransacked a hot topic to dress this boy up. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know how Schmeargle kind of has that, like, brown liner around his eyes? Mm-hmm. Think of that, but, like, black, but also, like, it looks like it has tears leaking from it. Yeah. He has like a sad look on his face instead of this kind of like blank look. Yeah. A low yeah. one form. It's just all his markings are black. And um Smeargle in fishnets and combat. Exactly. Boots. That's exactly, exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> Smeargle is now a mall goth who's hanging out with Prolo. That's exactly right. Fuck perfect. Prolo is a mall we goth. Can we talk about that? What do, we, what do we need to talk about? There's nothing to say, honestly, yeah. but Krolo, Krolo hangs out at Hot Topic at the mall all yeah, the time. Yeah, <laughs> And you know who else is hanging out at uh, at Hot Topic? It's Krolo's Digimon partner, Cyberdramon. Oh, goddammit. <laughs> Not this asshole again. It's a fucking cyberpunk dragon. He's got, like, the fucking leather bodysuit, the, like, fucking reflective face mask, and he's a goddamn dragon. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't get any better than this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that whips, and that's good for him. I love this, because I don't really know anything about Digimon. This is one of my favorite <laughs> segments, because you name a Digimon, and I get to look it up. Also, the Pokemon, I don't know that many either, but I get to look them up and look at pretty pictures. <laughs> the thing about like, Digimon yes. is that there are three routes you can take. You can turn into a big monster, mm-hmm. you can turn into a mech or a sexy lady, mm-hmm. or you can turn into a dude in leather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just completely bound in leather. Yeah. These are your three routes. Mm-hmm. Big monster. Yeah. Big monster, big mech, sexy. Yes. <laughs> yes. All three are sexy, honestly. Like, who are we kidding? I mean... These are the three genders. Yeah. <laughs> three genders, all of them are hot. That is true. Um, what are we thinking for, for Smash Main? I think we, we already we discussed someone... Kirby for Crollo. Yeah. Someone who just... Like, but like the black and white version of Crollo. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, he's yeah. going to go emo with it, but... Yeah. The one with yellow eyes. And yeah. and plus he's only gonna he's only gonna, you know, eat people that are gonna give him a more goth look. Oh my god. He would fucking like the moment that like any of the goth characters entered, he would be like, it's on site. That's exactly right. It's on yeah. fucking site. Yeah. He's like, Mario, fuck you. I don't want a cute little hat. I want I want bayonetta hair and a gun. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Let's give it up for Bayonetta 3, which will never be announced. <laughs> <laughs> Rip to all the, the threequels of games that we'll never get. Rip to Bayonetta 3. We're still looking for you, Queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so... Let's let's talk about Biscuit. Let's um, please talk about Biscuit Kruger, my love. Let's talk about Biscuit Kruger. In case we didn't end up already. <laughs> so... 
The thing we learned about Biscuit, especially in this episode, is that she likes to be small and cute. That's exactly yeah. right. So, yeah, definitely I'm thinking some sort of rodent for her persona. I definitely want to go with Chipmunk. Yeah. She would love a cute little Chipmunk. I'm that super is true. down for that. She's got the cheeks going mm-hmm. and everything. She would fucking love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She loves it. I'm super vibing. She likes the little face. She likes the little tail. Just everything. Mm-hmm. She must be cute at all costs. And chipmunks are very cute. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, like, going back to me finding this character relatable, like, my fursona is a mouse, so... I love I'm, that. <laughs> yeah, this this comes from a personal place. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um... Now, for Digimon, we're going in a bit of a a different direction. Um, It's gotta be Velfamon. Yeah, because one can be baby and one can be hot, so, you know. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah, I, I, Sky, I do need you to to look at this boy and give me your reaction. I'm pretty sure I... As soon as my internet loads. Don't worry, I... There it goes. Yeah, I'm looking at the two right now where there's like a big buff one with the lasers and stuff. Yeah. And also a big. It's good. I, <laughs> I love it very much. <laughs> I need to show you a few key images when I say one is a baby and one is horny. And I mean. Oh, yeah, that's not the horny image that came up. I mean, not that's not the big buff guy that came up on when I looked at it first. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty horny. Yeah, he's incredibly horny. I like it, though. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm staring at him and I'm uh-huh. looking at him. I, I am looking directly at him. I am looking directly at him and I'm simply smiling. <laughs> I am saying, hey, Belfamon, how are you doing today? Baby Belfamon is very cute. Baby Belfamon is so fucking cute. Like, so adorable. Uh, I fucking love, I, I love both of them. But he's so hard to fucking get in goddamn <laughs> fucking Digimon the hacker's memory or whatever it's, it's like called. it's a huge pain yeah. in the ass i hope you like raising wisemon's hp for like four hours it's a huge <laughs> pain in the ass and it's the first one i immediately go through every time i try to fucking tr- play this game because i'm like yeah but i want belfamon yeah belfamon kicks ass though like they have like oh he fucking shreds oh he's so good like that that sleep inflicting like damage pi- or like defense piercing uh fucking yeah, he hits everyone, he inflicts sleep, he he pierces intelligence. Like, it's so fucking good. What more mm. do you need? I go for my two Cherubimons because I like them and they're fun. And then I go for Belfamon because I say one's baby and one's hot. They're all big boys. They're all big boys. <laughs> Cherubimon good still gives me the fucking creeps. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like how he looks at me. I like it. <laughs> nice Cherubimon is scary. I, I do admit that they do have, like, that sort of, you know, sort of dead doll eyes aesthetic, but I still like them. Yeah, he looks too much like a fucking, like, weird baby man, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah, this image of him holding out his arms to me, I'm not sure if I feel comfort- comforted or threatened. He feels like he will kill you yeah. if he gets the chance. Now, Trubimon Evil, you know he does want to kill you, and you're like, okay, but what are you doing Friday? <laughs> <laughs> But how about them arms, though? You got some big hands, big fella. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How are we feeling about Pokemon? I'm thinking Minchino. Again, this tiny little rodent baby, but very fancy. Bisky loves to brush their hair. Yes! 
They do just have a fancy scarf, and Tabisky loves that. Yeah. Are we thinking Mancino or Mencino? What is Mencino look like? It's the evolved form. It has even more hair. It's the one that looks like it has a scarf. You yeah. saw in the pictures briefly. Oh, so it's just... It's the same thing, but with a scarf. Uh, okay, I, I assumed it was just him wearing a fancy outfit. No, it's but I the do same see thing, but with a scarf. Out of his hair and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I could be down with either. I do like the sparkles on this boy. I I love them both. I don't know if I want the one that like has more clothing because we know that Bisky loves her outfits and loves her accessories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I'm definitely thinking Minchino, the, the evolved form, just because like they do have that sort of extra fancy flourish. You know, they got that scarf. Yeah, they got that scarf, and we all know that Bisky loves that scarf. Yeah, I like I like the the, the scarf boy. Yeah, she loves big elaborate clothing, so I think Minchino is a perfect fit. And for Smash Main, I'm pretty sure we decided on Sonic, right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it makes sense to me. I can't really say why. It's just like, I feel like the attitude is right, you know? They're both rude. (laughs) Yeah. 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 They're both rude. (laughs) (laughs) They're both incredibly rude. I also like how everyone in these, um, you know, throughout this arc has just been like, wow, Bisky's kind of fast, huh? She's running like an idiot, but she's going so fast. It keeps coming up how every character's like, how is she doing that? She, she's doing she's the anime skipping. girl run. And she's got she's her still... arms up. It's so cute. She's just skipping along, but she is keeping up. She is booking. And I, I would like, like to point out during all those sequences when that happens, the character who is either chasing after her or like running away from her are doing like like super fast, like blur image steps. Her run animation is, like, the most slow, dainty, like, yeah. little, like, run sequence. And they're like, how is she doing that? It is so funny. Like, the <laughs> above view that we get earlier in the season when it's Gon and Kilo and they're doing their dash steps, like, running away. And Bisky's just completely normal. <laughs> no change in pace whatsoever. Just perfectly <laughs> keeping up. <laughs> just like that. How is she doing that with her body? <laughs> <laughs> how did you do that, like, physically? It's very, very good. Uh, good fucking episodes. Yeah. I cannot believe I slept on, like, Genthru. Yeah, same. Like, he truly is a sleeper hit. Yeah. I really just did, like, Genthru being like, wow, this kid's fucked up. One of my, like, one of my favorite Hopefully he never gets whole- worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, but yeah, just one of my favorite moments in this arc so far has just been him being like, okay, even... Like, if you could, like, a, a normal person realizing that they could just sacrifice completely one of their arms and significantly damage their other arm just to get one good kick in, just one good kick. That's insane. What is this kid up to? Yeah, I think I think probably the reason we don't talk about Genthru much is just, like, he is a very one-dimensional villain. He is just like, oh, I want money and I like killing, and that's his whole character. But, like... I don't know. Togashi just decided to do a one-dimensional villain, and it went really, really good. Okay, but, like, this is two episodes after we, like, just got done with Razor, who also is a one-dimensional villain who also fucking rules. I don't know how Togashi was hitting it out of the park with this arc. Yeah. Razor 
was so good, and I almost forgot about him because these episodes roll so hard. But we got a sports arc in this one where a full-grown man tried to kill Gone with a dodgeball. We yeah. got the sports anime. We really did. We got it. We got to hike you a little bit. I, um, I know I was taking the piss like when we started this arc and being like, oh, well, maybe this one will be my favorite and beat York New City. I might I might no longer be irony poisoned. This this <laughs> I might, don't think I can put it above York New City. I like I might yeah. have fully been irony poisoned. This <laughs> arc was hitting all the buttons. I was like, this fucking rules, dude. <laughs> yeah, this I mean it just really whipped. And I mean, I do want to say I am a huge proponent of one dimensional villains, especially in our modern era of every villain being like, oh, well, they had a sad childhood and Look I don't you, care. Nardo. I don't care. Just give me a fun villain who is just there to wreck shit. That's all I want. That's all I need. I want villains who know they're evil and what they're up to. Um, but yeah, it really worked well for Gashi here to have just like one boy who's like, yeah, I really just want to kill my uh, my weird father figure son. And then uh, again through who's like, yeah, I just want to. I just want to get some money. I want to get paid. <laughs> I just want that paper, honestly. Yeah. Remember how this arc started off with a dude who eats hair and is a serial killer? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Remember Benolt? I completely forgot about him, honestly. Yeah, so did everyone else. <laughs> what if he came back in the last episode and tried to fight them again? He's like, I did my own yeah, training I, arc. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm really having, I'm really struggling with building the, uh, the 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 my list of characters for Hunterpedia just because like there's a bunch of there's like a bunch of characters but like no one's around for more than two episodes like this arc yeah. is like an arc of just real just showing you like once again video game arc they're all just like the NPCs you meet in a town and you talk to for like ten minutes and you're like wow that left an impression and then you never see them in the game and again. it's so funny because those aren't even the NPCs no they're just the people who exist on this island. Yeah. It's a lot. Holy shit. I slept on this arc. I'm so sorry, Hunter Hunter. I was wrong. Good anime. I, I was a fool. Good anime. What are our plugs? <laughs> uh, uh, so you can find the podcast at gonewellhunting at twitter.com. You can find our email at gonewellhunting at gmail.com. And you can find me on Twitter at groovingastly, doing nothing ever and talking to nobody. You retweet a lot of shit, actually, but... Um, yeah, I kind of have a problem. <laughs> you can find me... Uh, you can find... I'll, I'll do a show first. You can find the show on uh, Gone Will Hunting. Go on X Will, X Hunting on Tumblr.com. I'm also on Tumblr at Dinkus McDonald. And you can find me on Twitter at Sky underscore Bird 36. Yeah, uh, I'm Space Robot on Fur Affinity. I've been drawing a lot of Sonic OCs, and I just redesigned my persona for the first time in like two years. So that's fun. And it looks good. Wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. Is that your um your icon on the 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 chatting app that we're using? Because it's very good. Yep. I love it a lot. I was that's the one. I was going to comment <laughs> because it's very cute. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Is that all for us? I I think that's, that's all. all. So, wonderful listeners, as a sneak peek of what we'll be getting into um, and to our next arc as this one draws near to a close, uh -huh. 
Dr. Starline is an antagonist that appears in the Sonic Hedgehog comic series and it's been off published by IW Publishing. He's an anthropomorphic platypus uh, and a Going by. Going by. Going by.